And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. I'm right here. Gotta shoot straight. I'm right here. Gotta shoot straight. Right here, gotta shoot straight. Welcome to Shooting Straight. I am David K. Montoya. And I'm Randolph Lofgren. Alright, kids. It has been a heck of a week. Just Oh we're... yeah. <laughs> For both of us. Uh... Yeah. Uh um just I I don't know. I haven't decided if I'm going to publicly talk about what's yeah, been going on. I wouldn't. You know what I mean? Just start more trouble. They'd say something about it. You know what I mean? Right. Some fashion, they'd use it against you, you know? Yeah. And I, I know that might sound a little paranoid. Yeah. And I know this is really vague for the listeners. They're like, what are you talking about? But um, I, I I know it it does sound a little paranoid. Like, you know, are they are they done? Or are they still investigating? Or you know, are, are they listening to like the podcast? Are they reading through my my stuff? You know, <laughs> yeah. I know I know how you feel. Huh? So, okay, we get together each and every week, and we find out what our lovely host, Mister Randolph Richard Lofgren, does or not does, but how is he doing? How how's you doing? <laughs> Each and every week. And we ask him the all-important question. Well, yeah, we're starting. That's how we're going to start the episode. Is We're going to say, how many days have you been sober? Today is my 14th day. Two weeks, exactly. Yeah. How are you feeling? I mean, physically, how are you feeling? I'm doing okay, but yesterday I had a bad day. So I, I medicated myself and stayed asleep yesterday because I've been having these really, really crazy dreams. Not all of them are bad, but some of them are emotional. It's more like a, a friend of ours said, I'm dealing with my past demons. So I've been doing that a lot. And, right. And then I had a couple of days where I was really sick from not drinking. And I wanted it. And, and like my brother said, it, it, it was more probably the physical part that I was more addicted to. And the mental was just messing with me about the physical, you know. Right. Well, because you at this point. You're seven days out from habit. Yeah. That's good. So next Sunday, because we're recording. Um, I know it, it won't come out. Or it comes out normally. You know, it'll come out on Wednesday, this Wednesday, like normal. So everybody's like, huh? But we're actually, we, we had so much going on this week. We actually aren't getting the. One ahead of it. Yeah. We're actually kind of behind now. Yeah. On schedule. We'll make up for it. Though. Yeah. But um, anyway, 21 days, they say 21 days of doing something, whether it productive or non-productive, becomes human habit. I'm you're, happy about that. You're 14 days away, or 14 days, you're 14 days in, seven days away from human habit, which means that you are no longer, when somebody asks, you want to drink? You're like, I don't drink. Right. And that's legitimate. You become a non-drinker. <laughs> that sounds so good. Right so, so where do you want to start? Um, my dreams. Okay. Again, I mean, 
because they set off, they set me off in so many different directions, you know, I've had happy dreams where, like, I was in a pilgrimage across different uh, states and, and, and countries, and I had to carry a little duck with me, and I had to keep this little duck alive, and uh, the duck's name, yeah, the duck's name was Ducky Woo Woo, yeah. and I kept it alive until it could fly away from me. That's the name of this episode, is Ducky Woo Woo, I love that freaking name. And and the duck loved me, and it didn't want to leave me, but I kept it alive through fights, battles, uh, persecution, and a little bitty duckling, you know what I mean? A duckling that, that is so fragile to a, a full-on duck. Right. That takes a long time. You, you ought to think about it. In my dream, it might have been only hours, but in order for a duck from a duckling to a duck, that's a year at least out, you know, and that was one dream, you know? Right. <laughs> well, there's so much metaphor behind that dream. You know, it's, it's a classic of, you know, you having to carry yourself through, you know, the, the life that you want, you know, you've got to be clean. You've got to be strong. You've got to be emotionally fit, you know, because, you are carrying something brand new in you, hence Ducky Woo Woo. Yeah. And um, so it, it's very metaphorical. And I, I thought it was awesome when you told me, and I love the name Ducky Woo Woo. Yeah. Watch, that shit will end up in one of my stories. Watch. Yeah, I hope so. It's cool. It, it was so cute, too. And it always wanted to get fed. And you got to imagine the things I had to do. I had to chew up worms to give it worms. Yeah, just like a little bird hatchling, you know. Ducks the same way. They don't just eat until they get a little bigger and they'll eat some grain. But, no, I had to do some disgusting things for this duck. What was the last thing that you remember? It flying off and me making it through my pilgrimage. Because whoever sent me on it, which I don't know, said that I'll know when my pilgrimage is over. Uh-huh. And I knew when that duck was able to fly off on its own and I didn't have to take care of it no more, uh-huh. that my pilgrimage was over. Mm. And I was able to turn around and start coming back. But then I woke up and that's all I remember in the duck's name and it flying off. And that I had to take it so many times through different things like battles. You know, A pilgrimage is not necessarily a priest or anything. It could be a warrior that's becoming not a priest, but having to go on a spiritual battle. Right, right. And that's basically what I've been going through is a real spiritual battle with all this stuff. It's, well, yeah, because habit, habit is a 50-50 split. Habit is a mental and physical. Right. You know, first you have to go and break the mental habit. And then after you break the mental habit is when you have to deal with the physical habit. That's why that comes first and, you know, physical second. Right. It's it's not just because if it was just one or the other, people would be able to break, you know, just walk away and say, okay, I'm good. But alcohol is dual. You know, you have to deal with it. Well, actually, it's more than dual if you really sit and think about it. It's more like it's a physical fight, a mental fight, and a spiritual fight. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's been coming out in my dreams. I, like I told you, I haven't dreamt in a long time. And like everybody's been telling me, it's me facing my demons from my past and having to deal with them so that I can go prosper future, you know what I mean? Right. Right. It's, it's, um, 
Oh, there's a name for it, but I can't think of it right now. It's too early. It's it's uh 8:30 in the morning. We usually don't do it this early, but we're, we got to get it done. I'm uh I got to go to Vegas. Oh boy. And um do some shows out there. Oh yeah, there's you know me, I'm not a gambler. No. So, I'm not going to go do any of that crap. No, I would though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, because I'm going to have the kids. So, because, you know, as soon as I get there, I'm, I'm going to have all three of them. So, (laughs) so yeah, I just Uh, go in get my, my podcasting finished and head home. Yeah. Cause I have a, a a doctor's appointment on Tuesday. Very important doctor's appointment. Yeah. Um, for though, well, actually I don't talk, I, I, as I, kind of go on about things i really don't talk about much other than okay here it, we talk about you yeah on the my public life i talk about comics i really don't talk about me personally and then seeing red we just talk about stupid shit so i really don't nobody knows what's going on with me right. um i'm having some uh physical issues well actually it's more like physiological issues because I'm just I'm tired all the time. You are. But I've been catching you sleep a lot or watch TV a lot lately. And it's it's not even really watching TV. It's just like me zoning out. Just yeah, like, giving Grr. you something to to fill the void in the outer space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I do that a lot of times when I'm in my room listening to TV or whatever. I have it on just to make the sound go by so that I can have something to concentrate on other than the things that I'm concentrated on. Yeah. Yeah. So let's find out. Do you have any stories for us other than the ducky woo woo story? Oh, do I have any stories? Oh, it's hard to think about stories. Why is that? Do you think? Cause I have so many. So I'm trying to figure out one that just comes to the head and none's coming to the head right now. Like, have I talked about any stories lately? The last uh, last episode you talked about going to the river and getting caught in the current. Oh, yeah, the scurfing. Everybody yeah. was all wondering what the heck I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was, uh, let's see, that was pretty much it as far as stories go. Um. Do you and I'm not gonna make you because you were really emotional when you came. No, I want to talk about that one. Do you? Yeah, I do. Okay, you had another dream. Yeah, I had another dream. And you said it wasn't a bad dream; it was just an emotional, you something you had to deal with. Yeah. And it was probably around eleven o'clock midnight when we talked about it, and it was it was very brief. You were emotional. I didn't want to, you know, push, but um, go ahead and and tell us. Uh, I've only had one love in my life and asked one person to marry me, and she said yes. And because of drugs and alcohol and everything like that, I lost her. That's the basis of it. But the dream was the whole span of us being together and the bad, the, the fighting, the hating one another, and then her leaving. And in the dream, I just kept on reliving it over and over again, and, and it I finally got to a point in the dream to where I could be forgiven for it. But you got to understand, I I don't have very many love interests. I joke about it all the time, but you know, I, I know I'm a good looking man. 
I'm not trying to be conceited, but she took me for who I was, and I took advantage of that. So keep going. And then I uh, started crying while I was asleep, and I woke up crying because I was so emotionally upset about it that I lost her, and I wish that I could have done this sooner in life so that I could have had her in my life because I would have had a good life if I just would have gotten sober sooner. And I tried, but it was too late. She had already found somebody else. Actually, my best friend, and uh, she married him in October, but they didn't stay together. But it, October, this October? Not this October, but in October, that's when they got married. Oh, uh, how long ago? Oh, uh, it's been over seven years now. Have you, have you talked to her now that you're sober? Have you told her, you know what, because I, I, something will, will change in you. You, you have to, you have to close this chapter. And I told her that I was sorry. She knows I'm sorry. I don't know if she ever believed it, but I think that you need to approach her. Neither it be via email or whatever and tell her, you know what, I am like, actually sober sober and it's just a part of because when you go into like um rehab and shit like that you they make you yeah close the chapter on certain things that you need to get past and i think that's something that you need to do now that you're sober is, is just come to the end and say you know what i'm completely sober I realize full heart or wholeheartedly what I did. I took you for granted. I'm not trying to get you back. I just want a full um, acceptance of my apology. And, yeah, well, and I, I, I bet you it'll it'll make you even feel better. It probably will. And I, I got to do that a lot. I got to do that with my mom. I got to do that with a lot of people. And I haven't done it because... I even was selfish with my dad. And if I wouldn't have been on drugs and stuff like that, I wouldn't have thought that the way I did. And I would have probably got to see my dad before he passed away, too. It's, um... There's a lot of people. That's the scary part about this now. What? Is that I got to realize what life was around me that was true and real and try to either not get it back but fix it you know what I mean? in order to move on further i've done this sober part and quit that's the easy part but like you said fixing chapters in my life that didn't go very well or i haven't done the right thing you know right you gotta leave those or you gotta tie up all those loose ends yeah because you can't have a new chapter with all those dingling, you know, what ifs. Yeah. So. And let's just peek into this a little bit more. Just because of how quick it escalated emotionally for you. Um, when did you guys meet? Uh, I believe she was 18 or 19 and I was 21. And it was... uh. Up at um, 
Lakers Bella. Yeah, it's I'm I'm sorry guys, it's early. My brain's not firing. I'm yeah. still working on the same bottle of tea. <laughs> the first one, so Okay, so it was uh let's see, twenty one, so that was nineteen ninety eight. Uh, I, I was still in part of my cancer. Mm-hmm. Didn't know it at the time, but she was gone when I fought the last part of my cancer but right then. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, so it's been it's been a while. It's been a long while. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And then I'm I'm trying to decide what questions to ask because I don't want I don't want to make this like super emotional for you. It's okay. Because it's um well number one, it's early in the morning, so that's then the rest of my day will be like this. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna let it do that to me. I, I fought it yesterday. I dealt with it yesterday on my own. Right. I'm emotional about it because I'm not sad. I'm just upset at myself. I'm not sad about it no more. You know, that is the greatest, greatest response that you could say. What? That you accept responsibility and that you're mad at yourself for letting it happen. Yeah. That is the greatest response that anybody could say to something like that. Because that's that's the point of all of this is coming to terms and accepting what had happened, what has been done and moving forward. So yeah. that, that actually makes me very happy to hear that. Yeah. I'm not blaming it on nobody. I did it. I've done a lot of this stuff to myself in my life. And if I would have just respected my own self better and, and cared for myself, maybe I could have cared for other people the proper way or, or a better way. Because until now, I didn't really care about myself. I didn't care about nothing. I I can see that. I mean, every day you, you're changing a little bit. Yeah. So things are getting more... What's the word I'm looking for? Um, you Things are more valuable to you now. It, I, I can't explain it right now. But I, I can see there is a difference. I can see that the appreciation for life in general has has amplified to where we're at right now from then, what, a year and a half ago. Yeah. So let's see. I'm, I'm curious about this. Um, I'm jumping on my phone here. So this is going to come out in, on the 10th. The 10th? Uh-huh. Is that next week? Uh, it'll be Wednesday. Wednesday, yeah, I thought so. So that means we by the time when we come back next time, someone will have a birthday. It'll be yeah, Tuesday is is my birthday after next week. Really, I have it on on my calendar as Monday. Really, I must be looking at it wrong. Monday the fifteenth. I read it wrong then. You're right. So, yeah. We are going to go see the, the new Halloween that Thursday. But um, I bring it up because in in hindsight to last year's number 40 to this year's number 41. my It's so cold in here, my heater just kicked on, kids. I just... I was like, what is that sound? I'm not used to that sound. <laughs> it's my heater. My heater yeah. kicked on. Wow. 
That's weird. But looking back from last year's 40 to this year's 41, what, what, tell me, because I'm trying to get you to reflect. I want you to think about it. Um, what do you, what do you see when you put them, when you compare those two lives? Because the life itself has changed. Even the same person, life has changed. Well, from 40, I, I still didn't care much, and I thought if I made it to 40, I would care more. So I care more, for one, and now I have a set plan that, that I want to do and things that I want to accomplish after 41. So I'm looking for 41 to come so I can start those those new adventures, one being my teeth and getting them done, and then... uh. Just basically working on building myself back up. My health's better now. So I want to start physically doing something to, to get my heart moving and, and the cardiovascular going. So I want to do something with that. And then uh, I want to start writing more and drawing and things. And, and I want to read more books because uh, I'm into reading now, especially if they're good books that capture my, me in it, you know, right. make me think about my life in a, a retrospect, you know. Um, it's not a book. It's a short story written by Kevin Adams. And, um, I, you know me, I, I usually don't plug the world myth or anything like that here, but uh, it was a submission that he's working on for uh, issue 66, and you're going to like it because, you you know, it's stuff that you like and you would read. And it's something that you personally, when you read it, you're going to like it. It's a big story, but it's it's really fun. It really is. Really? Yeah. Uh, That's the only reason why I bring it up here is because when you read it, you're totally going to dig it. I know you are. <laughs> it, it, it's very you. Cool. So, all right. Um. We kind of digress a little bit about. Um, I, I'm trying to decide if we should say the name or not. Do you think she would listen to this podcast or no? Yeah, but we shouldn't say her whole name. Okay. Uh, her her name's Nicole. Should I try to reach out to her here in case someone I know? Because there is people I know that know her. I I think so. I think that. Uh, like I said, it's and it's nothing to try to, you know, win her back or anything. It's just tying up that loose end, approaching it as a sober person, and saying, "I'm sorry, this is what I did. I acknowledge it, and in order for me to move on to a better life, I have to come face to face with it." All right. Um, her name was Nicole, mm -hmm. and uh. I just want her to know that sincerely from the bottom of my heart, I am sorry for everything that I caused her and that I caused us together. I want you to know that you were, it wasn't because you were a bad person or you didn't have everything that I needed in life. It was because I didn't respect you enough to know that what you were trying to give me and do for me was for the best. I want you to know that, you should prosper in your life in all things because you deserve every good thing that comes to you. Uh, also, I want you to know that I'm living my life to the fullest. And 
when I retrospect and think back, I think about what I had and I want that in my life again. Not saying I wanted it from you, but basically I want a life like that again. And if I get a chance to have that life, I want you to know that I won't take advantage of it like I took advantage of you. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was really, that was beautiful. That was well said, brother. Thank you. It's it's part of, I don't want to say growing up because you're 41. Well, you're almost 41. You know, you. but it, it's, uh, I, I can't explain it. But yeah, well done. Thank you. I can see it in your face. There's something that just lifted off your shoulders. Yeah. Am I wrong or am I right? No, you're right. I'm at peace now. I can see it in your face. Yeah. Very cool. Ducky would be proud of you too. <laughs> Ducky would. <laughs> I'm happy. I was thinking if I get a dog, <laughs> if I get a dog, I'm going to name the dog Ducky Woo. Ducky Woo. Because you already call your dog Birdie and Macaroni and all kinds of stuff. Can you imagine me have a dog that I'm naming <laughs> Ducky Woo? Because when I was thinking of this little duck, I was thinking of a dog. Like, I'm taking care of this duck like a dog. Right. And sometimes it, it would get mad at me and stuff. And I'd be like, duck, you will, will come on. Stop falling behind. You got to hurry up. We got to get past this area. This is a bad area right here. And, and it would go, you know, I can't do the duck sound no more. And I'd be like, all right. And then I would notice it fall behind. And I'd sit there and I'd be like, what? You want me to carry you, don't you? <laughs> I'd be like, all right, come on, get up on me. And it would on my shoulder for like hours when we when we were going through large areas or that hard and if not i had a tucked in like like type of gi suit you know uh -huh. it'd climb into my gi and sit inside my gi that's funny you know? that is funny <laughs> and uh. it, 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 i just understood it like i know you know how i understand weird things and i, I just understood when it wanted to eat what it wanted from me right or if it was tired of walking you know because it, it's a little feet i was like 20 feet ahead and i'd have to stop and ducky woo woo come on i, I we're making shirts i swear to god we're making shirts we're gonna have a duck uh you know and uh, underneath it'll be a black shirt with a yellow duck and it'll say underneath in white letters ducky woo woo <laughs> that's funny uh that is that, that'll be our first merch yeah <laughs> <laughs> You think I'm joking. I know you're not joking. <laughs> tell us a little bit. Tell us something because you've, you've kind of approached the, the hardships of this week. Tell us something good. Well, we always I, have to approach something with good. I made it to a certain day, and I can't remember which day. I think it was like 7 when I talked to you and told you that, that uh, oh, my God, I'm having a, a hard day. And it was the next day that. I started feeling better, and then I started taking vitamins and stuff like that. So right. the vitamins have helped me, too, and I'm drinking plenty of water and my lemon juice. So that was great. Uh, I watched a couple of great movies. I watched Rampage. Well, I'm not supposed to tell names, but... You can say it. Rampage. And then I watched Solo. Did you like Solo? Oh, I love Solo. That... <laughs> Again, not getting into specifics because I'm fairly certain person listens to the podcast. But uh, there's for me that it's I can't enjoy 
I tried to watch it again. And I do, I like the movie. I've seen it twice at the movie theater. But because it's attached to someone, I can't watch it. Oh, Lord, yeah. You know what I'm saying, right? I do. So I'm like, damn it! Because <laughs> it brings it up. Yeah. That I hate when that happens. So, yeah, I have When to. I get something attached to something else, you know? Right. It. Yeah, so... But what did you think? What did you think of Solo? Did you like I it? I thought it was good. It gave me a little bit more look on who he is and where he came from. And I was like, all right. And then when he met it, the Wookiee for the first time, it was like, oh, this is how they became buddies. You know? That actually is comes out of a canon book. A canon book? Yeah. Um, there A long time ago, in the, I want to say in the 90s, they came out with a Solo book. And that's kind of what happens is, is Han Solo he joins um the republic and he becomes uh you know part of the the stormtroopers and he's ordered to kill chewbacca but he couldn't do it so he takes chewbacca and they go awol and that's how originally uh the empire is after him because he went awol and they went pretty close with it as far as solo goes so, and what did you think about Rampage? Oh, it was it was cool because I played the video game when I was younger all the time. Oh yeah. So when those things happened and then they they went berserk, I was like, yeah, yeah. I I was imagining and I had my video game controller in my hand and I was like, get him, get him. Yeah. <laughs> See, I I remember playing Rampage in Vegas when we would go to Vegas. Oh yeah, it was it was on the big games too. Before that was before. We, at the consoles actually came out. I mean, they had... I'll tell you how old we are. Yeah. Because Rampage... The first Rampage, I remember, I don't think it was on Nintendo. I think it was on PlayStation that I first played Rampage. Oh, really? That's... I'm not sure if I played it on an Atari, because I don't think they made it for Atari yet. No. No, because Rampage was like 16-bit. Yeah. It was... For its time, it was pretty, you know, high-tech. and. Yeah. I think Nintendo, or not Nintendo, because Nintendo was only 8-bit. Uh, Atari was, what, 4, I think? Yeah. So it was just like a bunch of dots together that kind kind of looked like something. Yeah. You know, that was Nintendo, or not Nintendo, but Atari. So Rampage was way too advanced for Atari. Right. Good times. Good yeah, times. But every time I, I hear Rampage, I always think about Vegas. Yeah. Not specifically Vegas. We would go down to... Um, gene nevada and while our parents would go and gamble we would we would always go to um gold strike in fact it's still there you can go to gene nevada and and see what we're talking about firsthand and you would always have to climb those stairs to get to second floor for the arcade do you remember not really no 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 that's still there i remember going to the arcade a lot though yeah it, it was uh we were in good shape, man. Running those stairs up and down. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, good times. We always came home. The no matter what, you know, they if they won or lost the parents, we always came back with extra money because we were always smart enough to put half of what was given to us away in our pockets and not touch it. So we would come home with like a hundred, two hundred bucks in our pocket, but we were we were good enough at the video games. 
Yeah. Where we could take he the remembers other- that. I remember that. Because <laughs> I was telling you, I, I, I believe I'm the one that was like, hey, look, they just keep up getting us money because they want us to rock, go away. Right. And he's like, really? I was like, dude, we should start shit just playing the games that we're good at and keeping the money. Like, I remember that's when first Street Fighter first come out. And yeah. That was a big Street Fighter. Yeah. And you played it. You know? Ultra Street Fighter. Yeah. 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 And we could. We could play it for hours on a quarter. Or a Pac-Man game or play something. You know? Yeah, and then walk away with quite a bit of money and yeah, come back, get our comics, and go movies <laughs> and stuff like that. They're like, how did you get money? Ah, long story. They probably thought we were, like, smuggling drugs or something. <laughs> oh, shit. Good times. Um, So, The Rock. Now, what character did The Rock play? Or Dwayne Johnson? Oh, I don't remember there being a human in there except for the little people on the street. That yeah. You, that, you know? But he played a human. Oh, really? He wasn't one of the... No, he wasn't one of the characters. But he he was bust buddies with the the gorilla, and uh. Now, did the gorilla turn back into a human? It didn't turn into a human, but it it turned nice after they found the antidote. Oh, okay, so it didn't because remember, like you're you were the character. It was a a gorilla, a dragon, I think, and it's been so many years. And then you would die, and when. You died, you turned back to a human, so that's why I was just curious. Yeah, it wasn't so much like that. It wasn't, so it, it didn't really follow the game all the way? No, but it was funny. The, the battles were, and the buildings were, and the, the the things that... I never realized what the creatures were after, you know, until right. I watched the movie, and, and they were after a sound that was attracting them to somewhere to destroy stuff. Really? Yeah, I never knew there was a basis to the game, an actual Oof. idea to the game. No, I thought it was just just keep rampage. on destroying yeah. stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then once more well, food would get dropped down, and then you'd get you'd get nice or whatever, you know, or whatever. Um, since we're talking about movies, have you seen the the trailer for Creed Two? They're they're making Creed Two. Oh, it's made. It's ready to go. No, I haven't. Oh, it looks good. It looks really. really good. It's um, you know, Ivan Ivan uh, Drago. Right. He he's in it, you know. Dol, um, I just Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren, yeah. I I just completely blinked on his name. Anyway, his son is Victor Drago, and he's a boxer, and he's supposed to be badass. And he's uh, challenged uh, Adonis Creed, Apollo Creed's son, to a fight. Is Rocky still in it? Yeah. Oh my God, this is off the hook. Yeah. So, wow. and it, it's, and he's like, you know what, um, there, there's a, a piece from it. They're talking and Rocky's like, you know, uh, he broke things that still haven't been healed, you know, after all these years. And, and, uh, Adonis Creed is like, I have no choice. And he goes, that's what your father said. And then he died in my arms. It was a really powerful scene. You, is there actually a trailer or what? Oh yeah. There's a trailer. Oh wow. Yeah. It's, it's really good. Well, I have to check that trailer out. I don't know when it comes out, but that's something that I want to see. Oh hell yeah! I think it's um, I think it's very admirable. Plus, I think it's very smart because it's still a Rocky story. Technically, it still fits in with Rocky because there's you know still Rocky in it. 
but he's smart enough to know that he's getting too old to play those type of parts, and he puts the spotlight on somebody else. Right. But it all still ties in perfectly. That's so rad. So. Yeah. So, uh, okay, we've got about 10 minutes left on this part. Uh, what do you, anything you want to talk about? Well, we should probably give our emails and stuff. In about five minutes, I will. All right. Yeah, I've got this thing down. All right. Um, let's see. Nothing, nothing other than your birthday. What do you want to do for your birthday? Or what do you have planned for your birthday? Anything? Nothing. No. Yeah. Okay. So any any beautiful woman I knew that was coming. <laughs> I did. That has uh October fifteenth free and it is here in the high desert regional area. You can go ahead and contact us or you know, specifically you could probably contact Randy. Go ahead, give give her give her your email address. Uh it's randyman twenty three eighty eight at gmail.com or or i'm on facebook and twitter and don't forget instagram no this is not rehearsed it sounds rehearsed doesn't it <laughs> at uh randolph lofgren for facebook at lofgren randolph for twitter and randolph lofgren for instagram or if you're just the shy type you could go and put Send us an email, send the show an email. Um, it's shooting underscore underscore straight at jayzomon, J-A-Y-Z-O-M-O-N dot com. And if it's, uh, you know, I'll, I'll print it out. I'll give it to Randy and uh, huh. go from there. He needs some love. You can hear it in his voice. <laughs> Be the perfect birthday gift for him. <laughs> uh, he's it's funny because he's six foot seven 300 and something pounds but he is so easily embarrassed he he's actually really shy which makes it all the funner um so but seriously you don't have anything planned i mean other than you know you and i were going to go to well, that yeah I, I, debbie already took me to eat already and bought me a pair of shoes for my birthday so that my mom's sending me some money because she told me it costs too much to send a package now with the mail. The mail's so like expensive to send stuff. Yeah. So it's better to just send someone money or a card with money on it. Right. So I was like, okay, I like money, you know. I don't know. Maybe something will come up. I looked, I looked online for concerts. I was thinking about maybe going to an old school '80s rock concert or something like that. Right. But but I can't find none. I went to Ticketmaster and, and all of them, and there's none that we would like because you would be the person that I'd ask to go with me, you know. And, right, you, right. You appreciate the '80s. Oh heck yeah! yeah. In fact, that's I have uh, Sirius XM radio in the car, and that's predominantly if it's not set on alternative rock, it's on it's set on '80s music. I put in a, a new app. Uh, on my iPhone, it's called Screen Time, and I've been purposely trying to cut down my time because I just felt like I was spending way too much time on my phone. Anyway, Screen Time tells me that I've cut my time by thirty percent on I'm playing on the phone, and I'm actually uh, right now for the entire week I've spent 
roughly about five hours and 35 minutes. Really? They have an app to tell you if you've been on the phone too much? Yeah, I just felt like I, I've been not being productive enough. I mean, yeah, you know, we, we kind of talked about that at the beginning of the show about, you know, my health issues and not going to the gym and and all that stuff. So I just was laying around playing on my phone and, and not really being productive. And that's just not copacetic. I, I'm not I'm not that type of person and I don't want to turn into that type of person. Uh so yeah, I got me got me a an app that says Yeah, good job. <laughs> good job, you boo. Set boy, set. <laughs> um so what kind of shoes did you get? I didn't know you got any shoes. You didn't? Yeah. Now the interesting thing is before you get into talking about the shoes is Randy wears a size what? Seventeen and a half. Yeah, yeah. Well, so ever for as long as I can remember, his shoes have always been come super expensive. It's they've never been you know cheap. But anyway, what'd you get? I got the new Nike Air Flights. Really? Yeah. Wow, I'm impressed. Yeah. I've never owned a pair of Nikes. Well, I saw that it's they're either Vans. Uh-huh. Uh, I've I've had kicks before. Yeah. But it's either that or Nikes that make my shoes, and I can get them pretty reasonable. And she found it on sale, so oh yeah, she's the sale queen. She oh really yeah, is. boy. And so <laughs> I got them. I haven't worn them yet because they're white and black, and they're mostly white. I probably won't wear them ever out in the yard. I'll wear my sandals to a car and right. then put my shoes on. <laughs> I knew a chick that was like that. I really did. Yeah, because I don't want them dirty. Uh, I'd rather walk with them in my bare foot and then wipe off my dirt and put them on, you know? Right. It's going to take a little bit of time, but. um, We got a little bit of time. Can I, I know this is, by the time this comes out, it, it's going to, um, it'll be past the date because it's actually tomorrow. But it, it this is the only show that I can think of that I can address this issue. All right. Um, because I wasn't podcasting for the last two two years of it. So right, right, right. um okay, so here comes my I might actually get emotional on this. Right. And it is that tomorrow is okay, where do I start? I'll follow my own advice. I'll start at the beginning, huh? Yeah. Um Randy set me up in nineteen ninety five on a blind date. <laughs> and we hit it off, and I ended up marrying this lady that I went on a blind date. A year later, we got married in 1996. We had three kids, and we were together for almost 21 years. Um, she she passed away um, October 8, 2015. She had uh, bilateral PE in each lung. Plus, she had a deep vein thrombosis in her left leg, and it just all went to her heart one night um, while we were on vacation. And that was in October, October 8th, which will be the three-year anniversary tomorrow. And as much as I try to move on and try to keep my mind focused, she's always in the back of my head. 
and I miss her so much. And this is the only time and the opportunity that I can say that I love you and I miss you so much. And I won't let you down. You know, I, I keep moving forward. And I love you. I miss you, Lace. I was very sentimental. It was nice. I was good. It was perfect. I miss you too, Lace. And I want you to know I'm here with my with your husband and I'm looking after him as much as she's looking after me. Okay. Uh, that is probably the only time you're ever going to hear me get emotional. <laughs> um, it's just, you know, we were 17 when we got together. And she was 38 when she passed away. And we grew up together. We We had our highs. We had our lows. But we always got through it, you know. And, um... We never, we never saw life without each other. And to be forced to live life without each other is, um, it's hard. And I, I try to, I try not to dwell because I've always been told don't dwell in the past and look into the future. But, you know, when you have a gaping hole in your soul because of, what was you know because they always say it was it was just meant to be it was meant to be and just like a puzzle piece missing that puzzle piece is missing and you could probably find a generic piece to make it fit but it would be a generic piece it'll never be the real authentic thing and she was the real authentic thing and i love her and i miss her okay um pull ourselves together here i'm sorry i didn't no don't be sorry remember i told you don't ever be sorry i know that's one thing you got to listen to this right now when you say you're sorry and it's not something that you should be sorry about then that makes you a sorry person and i don't think my brother is a sorry person he's just legitimately sorry about what happened you know and he doesn't have nothing to be sorry for you know not to me or anything you know well, no, I was apologizing because it is it's your show, you know. No, I don't think of it that way. I don't think I could do this without you. I just I just direct you. That's all I do. Whatever. It works, man. <laughs> and everybody tells me how we work good together and if we weren't so much like brothers, it wouldn't be the right show, you know. That's true. It would be nothing and I couldn't have done this without you. <laughs> I still can't do this without you. I don't know how to use none of this stuff. <laughs> I don't want to know how to do it. I just want to learn how to do it for my music. It's yeah, you you. It's actually fairly simple. I mean, I uh, well, I I got this down to a point where voice check is like we do it two or three times and we're good to go. Yeah. So, um, go ahead, hit them with your saying, and then we'll wrap this bad uh, boy up. Remember when you're accomplishing anything in life. Don't let nothing stop you from doing it. Just do it however you got to do it. And how any way you want to do it, just do it. And mine is Ducky Woo Woo for life. <laughs> Ducky Woo. <laughs> uh, uh, All right, for this episode of Shooting Street, I am David K. Montoya. I'm Randolph Locker. We'll see you next right week. Here. Bye. Gotta shoot straight.
right here. I've got to shoot straight. 